Instagram is hiding like counts, but do we like it? Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business tightly fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. Hey there, and welcome to the Monday Marketing Minisode. I am the host, the Grand High Poobah of all things Wingnut, Darla Jethro Powell, and I'm joined by the crime-fighting giraffe, Natalie Graff. Natalie, there actually is a complete recording of you fighting crime as the crime-fighting giraffe. You know what? I am well aware of this. You played it for our daughter this weekend, and she really <laughs> just didn't know what to think about that. It's awesome. I actually, unbeknownst to you, I uploaded it to our Christmas special blooper reel for Alex to edit it, and it just might be a smidgen in there for on Christmas Day, a little blooper special just for you guys. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, we are ridiculous. I did speak to somebody today that told me that they love our banter back and forth and how sometimes when we just get ridiculous that they just start laughing and then they go, wait a minute, I got to get a piece of paper. I got to take notes. I have notes. This is serious. <laughs> well, you know, social media, marketing, interior design business can all be a little bit stiff, uh, stiff and dry and a little bit boring sometimes. So we like to try to keep it, you know, entertaining. Right. And keep the tips pertinent. It seems like we are talking a lot about Instagram lately, but it, is. it seems like that is... That's our that's, that's really our number one platform for right. for us for Darla Powell Interiors, the design firm. It's our number one lead go getter. Yeah, Instagram real ROI, you know? mm -hmm, real R yeah. So I just keep pushing Instagram right now for interior designers. With uh, Shana Heinrich, she has said in the past that Instagram is number one, maybe tied with Pinterest. Pinterest might be second, but anywho, let's talk about this. Is just recent news, and by the time you guys hear this, it'll still be maybe a week and a half old. But still pretty That's still pretty recent. Still pretty recent. Instagram has now rolled out this new do we call it a feature? Is it a feature? I guess it is. Where they're hiding like counts from people who are viewing your pictures. So it'll say Susan McNuggets like this and others. Or if you're Brie Larson, it'll say Susan McNuggets like this post and thousands of others and a cast of thousands. Uh, how do we feel about this? I'm not really sure because I did a little research because you made me because you always make mm -hmm. me do these Somebody's things. Got so it. Mm -hmm. I had to do some book learning and some reading on why they're doing this. And the reason behind it is good. I, I think so. I understand the reason behind it. Do you know that it's already been implemented in other countries that it's just now moved its way over to the states? Yeah, I think they were beta testing it. So they must have had some pretty good responses from it. And I'll tell you, um, Fred Nicholas, our friend Fred at Business of Home, reached out to me and said, hey, I'm doing a story on like counts and that link will be in the show notes. I'd like to get your take on it. What do you think about it? And I said, yeah, hell yeah, I'll tell you what I think about that. And my take on it was as a marketing company, we don't really know. We don't really know how it's going to affect metrics or going forward, how that's going to change our strategies. It's going to be interesting and it's too early to tell right now because the algorithm still does see the likes, right? The numbers are still there. They're just hidden from you and your followers. So that's going to be really interesting. And also, um, they didn't use this part of my quote, but I think that from a mental health aspect, it's healthy. Actually, yes, because I was reading an article by medicalexpress.com that you looked up. <laughs> so <laughs> You're welcome. So, yes, thank you, Darla. But in this article, there was a lot of why. Why were they doing it? What was their, what do they want to gain from this? It is an attempt to create a less 
pressurized environment where people feel comfortable expressing themselves. And further on in the document that I was reading, it's linked to increased anxiety levels. I, I can see that because you and right. I know, and I've been pretty transparent about my anxiety levels with the audience. And I suffer from depression from time to time. You you know, you live with me. No, we've yeah, gone through we've bouts. We've gone through this. We've done this. But it's also because it's also it's linked to anxiety, depression, loneliness, mm-hmm. bullying, and fear of missing out. So they figured if they can take these off, mm-hmm. it makes Instagram more of a, a safe space. Right. And no. they also, mm-hmm. in the last two months, I did not know this, but in the last two months, Instagram announced that it would ban filters that change facial features oh, thank and God. restrict posts that promote weight loss, products, and cosmetic surgery. Oh, so like that bull here, eat a banana and lose 50 pounds overnight kind of thing? Oh, yeah, I love so it. So basically, I think what Instagram is trying to do is they're just... By taking the like likes off, it falls in line with this whole safer space. People feel better about themselves and they don't. The vanity metrics part is disappearing that people are just on Instagram to be on Instagram. And they're not like, well, you know, Joe Blow over there got a million likes. Why did I only get two? Am I, you know, they're comparing themselves. And now by removing that, they're mm-hmm. not going to be able to see that. And a like is a like is a like now. Right. Now, if you're still, you know, industrious, you can still go in there and see how many likes you are. You might have to add them up or you can go to a competitor and see, oh, they still have a buttload of likes. It's just an, another barrier go, to you entry. You can go into your own account. It's an extra step, but you could still go to a competitor's account and scroll down and see who liked it and say, oh, that's a buttload of likes. That's a lot. You still, if you really want to go that extra mile, but just at first glance and getting back to the mental health aspect, I mean, I'm in the marketing business, so I don't take any of this personally anymore, but on sometimes on my personal account, you'll see, oh, I, it only got so much likes. Maybe this is human. I mean, we all do this and this is not good practice, but as a poster on Darla Palantir's, I'll be like, oh man, this post didn't do that well. Maybe I should remove it. Maybe I should take it down. And it hurts creativity. It hurts that authenticity and transparency of just wanting to share honest things for the sake of metrics. So I, I do applaud Instagram for that. Yes, but you also have to remember, Darla, that Instagram only shows what you post to about 10% of your followers anyway. So if a post does bad, doesn't necessarily mean it's because not everybody saw it. Only 10% saw it. Yeah, but remember, those 10% determine on whether or not it's good enough to show it to a higher percentage. Well, so they need it's to pick still... a new 10% then. <laughs> no, mine are doing okay now. But I, I kind of do like this. And especially since we have a 14-year-old, you know, and kids are so impressionable with the very, peer pressure. And very, I like it a lot. And I think that one of the main things that this is going to accomplish is people aren't going to fall into that same formulaic. I know that this post, this image, this wording gets me so many likes. They're going to actually maybe return to some more creativity and some more artistry. I think that might be a positive, positive change. It might make it more enjoyable than just for the sake of the numbers, the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. I think I agree with you. And and just go back to the 14 year olds and how impressionable they are and how they don't like things like I was reading in the, that medical article that you know teenagers don't want to post their new haircut or they don't want to this because they're afraid of the reaction that they're going to get mm-hmm. and it actually it happened today with Abby of Facebook post came up for me from 2011, and it was a picture of Abby and my turnout coat and my helmet from Wait, my what, firefighter what is job. Oh, okay, okay. I'm getting there from my <laughs> firefighter job, and it was a picture of her, and so I sent it to her, and she texted me back, ooh, and I'm like, ooh, you were so cute, and she texts back, keyword were, and I text her back, baby, you're 
still cute. I love you. So that's in the teenager's mind. Mm -hmm. If it's not, they don't accept that, even though as parents, we love them no matter what. But teenagers obviously are going to look at the likes and they're going to look at this and be like, well, I'm not good enough. I mean, that's just something simple, an example within the family. Right. And designers are what? Grown kids. And they we, are. we all have that inside of us. You know, I, we have clients come to us and say, man, nobody's liking my post. Or I've had people reach out to me in DMs. I'm just not getting enough likes. I guess my content is crappy. And it, it's it's debilitating in some ways. Some people, it affects some people more than others. Some people just put their head down and say, well, screw that. I'm just going to post better content or whatever. But still, it's I guess the word I'm looking for is it's We're discour- human. It's discouraging. It's this is true. We're so human. I'm hoping and then closing here, I'm hoping that this is gonna help just free up some be a little liberating and free up more creative content creation and just be a little bit more fun, a little less shit. How many likes did I get? How many comments did I oh speaking of comments though, you know, it's hard to get away from those vanity metrics. So my quote in the business of home was that now <laughs> we're going to see how many comments, you know, how many more comments can I get for those much? I maybe, maybe not. We're going to see. It's like I said, it's too early to tell, but there's it always, we're humans. we're humans. We like to keep score. There's, it's always going to be hard to get away from it. But I and think just that, like everything, mm-hmm. this will level out. Mm-hmm. Things will change. Everybody will adapt. So don't panic. The yeah, biggest thing that I read was, listen, guys, don't panic. It's no big deal right now. Everything's going to play out. And if it makes it a safer place for teenagers even or for those, you know, kid designers, hey, we're good. <laughs> kid designer. Oh, uh, that another was directed note. at you. Uh, thank you. Another note is uh, someone commented that influencers must be just going crazy right now. But I, I don't think so because, like I said, the numbers are still there internally. It's like I said, it's too soon to tell. But I think that for algorithm purposes and for any traction on posts, I think that the performance will still be there. It's just not having that. This is how much better I am than you. Except my one problem with that is that now you can see accounts say Susan McNuggets liked it and thousands. So, so I'm still like, why don't I have the thousands? You know, it, it's a never ending. It's never ending. Darling. But anyway, guys, if you want us to help you get your invisible likes on Instagram, <laughs> follow us on social at Wingnut Social or give us a call at one eight seven seven Wingnut. We are a social media marketing firm, and we can help you out or your non designer friends. Also, we serve all walks of life. We do, and if our listeners have anything that they want us to uh, do a little mini sewed on, <laughs> I, mean, almost, I almost said mini potty. potty. Yeah, thanks, Jack. She's the one that called it mini potty the other day. A good <laughs> friend here. Yes, about that. If anybody has anything that they want us to discuss and go back and forth and back, we'd love to hear from us. Yeah, so send, send us, us an DM. email or, or DM. Mm-hmm. There you go. DM or an email at info at wingnutsocial.com. And we would love to hear what your take is on this, on likes. Is it good? Is it bad? Do you not really care at all? (laughs) Let us know. Again, you can send us a DM at Wingnut Social on all of the uh, social channels there. I'd be curious to know your take. And if you haven't reached out to us on our Facebook group, the Wingnut Social Media Lab, go check that out and jump in. You can also give your fine opinions in that group. You have to be an interior designer, though, to join that group. That is a restricted private elite group of Kids. (laughs) Designer kids. All right. Natalie, I think that's it for today's Monday Marketing Minisode. You got anything else? So long. See ya. 
You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. Good boy, Mango.